gets the workers paid. I'm Gene Lance. The beautiful redhead is here. Good morning. I like that. That Jim, that was funny. Two foxes and a chicken deciding what's for dinner. <laughs> Guess he what? A, he is a master, isn't he? <laughs> yes, he is. I adore him, and he sounds so much better. Good. Uh, he really sounds a lot better than he did the last couple of weeks. He was pretty, uh, pretty. Sh- gruff with the voice, but he sounds great now. That's awesome. The Workers' Beat is, of course, about everything from the point of view of working families, and we like to start with things you can do. Today's June the 3rd at 10 o'clock. There will be block walking to get out the vote in Fort Worth City Council District 11. Meet at 4025 Ruth's Ruth's Snow Drive, and that's in Richland Hills. Uh, there's a block walk in Dallas too, and I forgot the I forgot the address. Didn't write it down, but there is one in District Three, June sixth, the last day of early voting in local election runoffs. June the sixth is also International Day of Action to try to stop France from raising the retirement age. <laughs> June the sixth, June the seventh at twelve thirty p.m., the Dallas chapter of the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans will report for the first time on the big uh, settlement at at the federal level from the point of view of retirees and also what happened in the Texas legislature from the point of view of retirees. Everyone is invited. Call Judy at 214-729-0063. June the 8th at 4.15 p.m., there will be a rally for democracy and against the legislature's takeover of local government starts. This is in Houston at 4400 West 18th Street. I read it because even though it's in Houston, it it matters to everybody. June the 8th at 7 p.m., the young active labor leaders meet online. Contact Rosie at 214-354-7079. June the 10th is runoff election day. That's right. Yeah, so everybody, that'll be your last chance to vote in the runoff. I think it's two city council persons or one, two one city council person and one's once uh, city council. Okay, yeah. June the tenth at nine o'clock in Austin, Troublemaker School by Labor Notes. June the seventeenth. Now, this is where the Juneteenth st- stuff starts, mm-hmm. and people are going to have to call and tell us which ones are the good ones. June the 17th at 11 o'clock, they have Juneteenth in Dallas at 816 Montgomery Street in Dallas, 75215. June the 17th at 4 p.m., Juneteenth in Mansfield at The Lot downtown, 110 South Main. June the 18th at 3 p.m., Mesquite Juneteenth celebration in Pascal Park. Pascal Park. Pascal Park, 1001 New Market Road. And July 31st, the UPS Teamster contract expires, covering 340,000 workers. It's the largest Largest union contract in the private sector in America. So look out, everybody. You can call us at 972-647-1893. Bonnie, you got any more announcements? Uh, You know, I I really don't have anything. You can brag a little bit about Joppa if you want to. Uh, Joppy is, you know, Joppy, those are some scrappy folks down there. They fought for their rights and they got them. And they got them. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sorry, but the city has been allowing uh, companies to dump on these people for decades. Yep. Uh, And they have stood up and said, no more. Uh Stop. Uh, Mm -hmm. And they won. And the the newspaper (laughs) gave... Uh, 
uh, Adam Basaldu, a city councilman, a lot of credit for it. But then, then they quoted some other people saying, no, no, that he was uh, on the wrong side. Uh, Here's a caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Uh, Jamie and Bonnie, how you doing? Good morning. Good, good morning. This is your money. Yes, sir. I had a long time, no talk. Yeah. But I wanted to, I'm very concerned about this country. I have a, ma- a major n- uh, newspaper that said there would be a race riot, a uh, civil war, in uh, 2024. Hmm. Is that right? Uh, I was, yes, I, that was predicted last year. But you know what? I think it's right. Uh, and, uh, and, and it's a national paper. And I'm not going to call the name, but... I, I, from what I'm looking at, I can just see uh, Russia, China, South Korea, North Korea, uh, Iran, Iraq, just just licking their chops, waiting on us to fight one another. I can just see it. Uh-huh. As, as the old war bearer, I can, uh, I, I can just uh, feel it. And I, and I, but we can, all we have to do is one thing. Is, uh, the president keeps saying the soul of America once America tell the truth and what really happened and how this country was built and who got all the money and all the land and all the property, I think we could save this country just by hearing the truth. Okay. How about how about some unity like the president called for last night? Yeah. How about some of that? That would be good, wouldn't it? That buddy? would be great. I don't know though. Not everybody uh not everybody agreed with the settlement. In fact we had four Democrats from uh, Texas voted against it, along with 13 Republicans, I believe it was. Oh, they should be so proud. And you think they were wrong? Yes, I think they were wrong. Okay, well, we're going to get the chance to talk about that at the retiree meeting at 1230 on Wednesday, uh, because we're going to try to get a spokesperson from uh, Miss Crockett, Representative Crockett's office. Mm -hmm. She voted against it, and so... Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to have a good, lively discussion. thing that's worrying me more than anything else is that the Supreme Court dealt a terrible blow against unions just the other day, just two days ago. And here's what Justice Katanji Brown Jackson, the good one, this is the good one on the Supreme Court, she issued a solo dissent. She was the only one against this anti-union decision, and she said, quote, the ruling threatens the right, the, it will erode the right to strike. Unions have no duty to make sure a company will not suffer economic losses when a strike decision is made. Here's what happened. The, the Teamsters went on strike after they the trucks the all got filled with concrete. Yeah. So the company, which would not bargain with the Teamsters, what the teachers wanted was for them to bargain. They said, no, we're not going to bargain, but we are going to pour out all this concrete, and then we're going to charge you for it. And so they went to the Supreme Court. They sued all the way up to the Supreme Court saying that they that the Teamsters owed them for the concrete. And the Supreme Court has put it back down the, back down the way, and the decision has not been made final. But their decision was that the union was responsible for making sure that the company didn't get hurt by their strike. Well, so Ms. Katanji Brown-Jackson said this, workers are not indentured servants bound to continue laboring against any planned work stoppage would be as painless as possible for their master. 
They are employees whose collective and peaceful decision to withhold their labor is protected by the National Labor, Rela National Labor Relations Act, even if economic injury results. So she also pointed out that what would you do if you were a farm worker? Farm workers do not go on strike in the middle of winter, folks. No. They go on strike when the crops are ready to That's be right. picked. That's right. Does this new ruling, does this mean that farm workers who went on strike during harvest time would be responsible for the costs of any fruit that spoils in the fields. Well, that's exactly the kind of thinking that the Supreme Court is putting forward. The Teamsters president, Sean M. O'Brien, said in a fiery statement that, quote, the Teamsters will strike any employer when necessary, no matter their size or the depths of their pockets. Unions will never be broken by this court or any other. I like it. Yeah, and Liz Schuler, the president of the AFL-CIO, said, quote, this decision will in no way deter workers from going on strike. And I think that's true, and I think it's admirable that they said those things. Mm -hmm. But the mm -hmm. truth is, it was a very, very bad anti-worker ruling by this Supreme Court. Eight to one. And it was eight to one. So that's you can't really, just yeah. you can't just blame Clarence Thomas, even though he led the oh, of he led he the did. thing. You can't just blame the worst of them because the ones that we've been counting on to be on our side. Kicked us in the teeth. They weren't. They kicked uh, unions in the teeth. They kicked working people in the teeth. So this means when you go on strike, you're going to have to consider just exactly what it's going to cost the bosses because they are going to sue you. And if it gets to the Supreme Court, They're, you're going to have you're, to pay. You may end up having to pay. Uh, they're saying that uh, that the Teamsters will never have to pay for that concrete, but even if they don't. This was still a very, very, very bad decision, a real setback yep. and a real step toward fascism in America, which Bonnie and I have been warning about for some time, haven't we? Well, it's been a while now, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Kind of oh. like we've been warning about Ken Paxton. Yeah. We've been saying for eight years, the man is a crook. The man is a crook. And now a few other people are and saying... Now, Texas legislature, the Texas House of Representatives said he's a crook too. Yeah, well, the, the Senate will, will decide. Well, finally. I really like the guys that are prosecuting him. You know, you like it? Oh, Dick DeGarrett? Oh, baby! Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. If you want to call us, I think it would be very interesting. Uh huh. Well, right after the decision uh, on the uh, compromise on the budget decision on the uh, debt limit decision, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy announced plans to assemble a bipartisan commission, he says it's bipartisan, mm -hmm. to look at potential cuts to Social Security, Medicare, and all federal government spending. So he didn't learn a dang thing in these negotiations. They still want In other cut. words, he still... They took you know, the bite that they could take, and then they wanted more. And let's remember that these are the people that sat in the State of the Union address and told President Biden and the country, we will not touch Social Security and Medicare. Yeah. Now, you see, they lied again and again and again. And they are they're out to get us, there's no question about Ugh. it. And they've got, they seem to have the Supreme Court on their side, although the Supreme Court did rule in favor of the government, government employees, AFGE, American Federation of Government Employees, 
in a more minor issue involving dues checkoff for government employees while they are serving in the National Guard. See, the right-wing governors have been calling so many people up for National Guard duty that they've gotten everything kind of confused about their relationships with their bosses because their bosses have to let them off to go serve in the National Guard. And uh, so there's there's all kinds of confusion about what who they gets, have to do or don't have to do. Who gets paid or who pays who when. Yeah. Uh, some companies will continue paying uh, well, the, a certain amount if it's con- if it's in your contract. The, well, the, uh, the, the National Guard people were, were claiming that they did not have to deduct their union dues anymore if they were federal employees. And the Supreme Court said, no, that's not right. You, yeah, that's yeah, gone you too far. Gotta, yeah, you yeah. got to pay your union dues. Now, here's on, what man. other people are doing. Other people. Not in the courts. British rail workers are going on strike again. Yeah, they and, and another one. And yeah. uh, they just, and that suits me just fine. Hundreds of Amazon staff members walked off the job. <laughs> I love Demanding this. a flexible remote work policy and renewed commitments to reducing carbon emissions to zero. And that was in the, in the Washington Post. Didn't mention any unions at all. And let's see, members of the New York Times Guild, uh, local 13103, they reached a groundbreaking tentative agreement with the New York Times, and they were threatening to strike. Now, News Guild CWA, this is all your union, buddy. I know, they're so awesome. News Guild CWA journalists plan walkouts next week at all of the Gannett newspapers, including the Austin American Statesman. That's Gannett. Gannett. Okay, well, the Gannett's, they must be French, my mind. I don't know, Gannett. That's just it. It's huge, huge. They own hundreds and hundreds of newspapers. They own, I think, 50 newspapers. And they're all going to walk out next week or so, they say. They own newspapers, television stations, radio stations. It is a conglomerate. Somebody ought to walk out over this. Child labor is becoming increasingly common. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, why she signed it. And uh, some states uh, are legalizing it. And some other states, like Iowa, they just went ahead and made it legal for all these kids to work. 14. Uh That's it. They had to be 14. Okay. Oh, my God. Well, here's some good news. (sighs) Nearly 5,000 early career researchers at the National Institutes of Health filed to form a union with an affiliation with the United Auto Workers. What? That's my union. Wow. Yeah, and I'm very, very pleased because that's that's a really big bunch of people becoming union members. That's excellent. Uh, the United Auto Workers, of course, is getting ready for their fight with the three big corporations. The big they used to call them the big three. Yeah. Uh, and some people still call them the big three, but they're not as big as Toyota, so <laughs> no. th- they don't call them the little three. No, they're not little. They call they're them just, the Detroit three. They're just not as and big as And we're talking about, we're talking about uh, General Motors, Ford, and then whatever they're calling uh, Chrysler nowadays. They changed <laughs> it to Stellantis or something like what? that. Yeah. <laughs> used to be Chrysler. Oh, my. Chrysler and Jeep, right? Isn't it? Uh, I, th- I, I thought Jeep was part of General Motors. Oh, now. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't. You know, they've all switched around so much, I don't know what's what anymore. It's kind of crazy. 972-647-1893. The good news came in on Friday with the Bureau of Labor Statistics More making their monthly 
uh, announcement on the jobs market. They had predicted uh, something like 180,000 jobs, almost twice that many were created in May. Uh, 339,000 jobs were created. However, the unemployment rate rose to 3.7. That's not because uh, jobs lost. That's got to do with their assessment of the number of people in the workforce. They change that all the time, and, and that's why the percentages change sometimes in strange things. Because sometimes people retire and leave the workforce. Well, that's true. Or but it's all it's an estimate anyway. Yeah, it's all. You, they didn't actually go out and count uh, no. 600 million or, or whatever it is, <laughs> 340 million workers. No. They, uh, they, uh, they estimate the size of the workforce, and then they do a telephone survey to see who is looking for a job. And uh, the telephone survey came out this, this time that in May it went up to 3.7%. But remember, folks, that 4% is considered normal yeah. because of just people just changing jobs. So 4% is considered normal. We're down to 3.7%, which is very good That's pretty from awesome. the point of view of, of people that are looking for a job. Here's the really, really bad news. <laughs> two, I'll give you two really, really bad news. Okay, great. The unemployment rate for black and brown workers, of course, was much worse. Yep. Okay. The other bad news is that wage growth, they also report on wage growth, and it was only 3.6% annual rate. So, in other words, people in May... I think they got 0.3% raise. And if you figure that out times 12, I think it comes out to 3.6% annual rate. And that ain't enough no, to cover inflation. inflation. So you're, fall, you're continuing to fall behind inflation. <laughs> Things are getting worse, in other words, well, for American I, workers. I can tell you the price of used cars is absolutely insane. You've been uh, buying a used car. I did. I bought a used car. Uh, I, I broke even. They gave me enough for my car to buy the new to me 2013 Equinox. This uh -huh. will be my third. That's a 10 year old car. That's right. Mm -hmm. it, and and y'all, it's an absolutely crazy. They had one in, in Frisco with that Carvana, which is like the vending machine thing that you can get your car out of, <laughs> which is just bizarre. You're getting your car from a vending from machine? From a vending machine, swear to God. <laughs> swear to God, they have this giant vending machine. And they wanted, for the same car that I got, uh, for $11,000, they wanted $20,000. For the same car? Same car. I That's like, terrible. That's insane. Okay, who but do I we can, blame? Who who do we blame for the terrible Texas legislature? Oh I'm, my God! Where do blame, we start? I'm ready to blame all the Republicans. Oh my Lord! Where can we start? But the Fort Worth Star Telegram editors blame only one. Who? They blame Dan Patrick. <laughs> uh, he is the uh, makes sense to me. <laughs> he is the main voice in the Texas Senate because he's the lieutenant governor. And he, he sets the agenda. He really controls the Texas Senate. Yes, he does. And they have taken strong stands against the Texas House and the governor. Yeah. We have to take a break. Be right back. We'll be right back. We're back on the Workers Beat, and you can call us at 972-647. During the break, they were saying thank you to people who made pledges. Let us thank 
the ones who made pledges to yes. this program, keeping us on the air. Thank you. Robert from El Reno came through again. That is so cool because El Reno is in Oklahoma. And isn't that kind of, is that close where you were you're from? Not close, no. Okay. no. But Jeannie, who is... We love Jeannie. ...is our saint. Yes. She's she's saving us again with our biggest donation. Thank you, Jean. But we also got some very big donations from Eddie Bernice, whom you may have heard of, yeah. and Carolyn King Arnold that yeah. you may have heard of, and yeah. Joyce Foreman that Love you may you. have heard of. Thank you, ladies. Uh, that was really really wonderful. Labor supported those people, and it shows that they show they they support the working people. That's right. That's Charlotte right. came through again. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, Charlotte. We love you. I'm you're, blowing you're kisses towards you in Cedar Hill. You're always there. Natalie God. came through. James came through. I just I just met James the other day. Yeah. Ike came through. Yeah, he was on the he was at the demonstration with oh, us cool. last Saturday. That's great. That's Ike, great. This is a new one. Ike, I think. Uh, gave Ike us, Stern. Yeah. All right. You know him? I sure do. He does okay. Reverend Barnett's show sometimes. Oh, I see. Yep. Well, he came through with a big donation. Thank you, us. Ike. Ralph came through. Oliva, that's another friend of yours. I Oliva, think. Oliva, yeah. James uh -huh. came through. Uh, Scott and Tommy. And and they didn't even count you and me. I know because we give. We not, give. We're not even on this list. I guess we're not. That was the, from enough. the first two weeks. So. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's only the first. So two we actually weeks had a few fun. more than that. Mm -hmm. But this was good. It was enough to get us uh, to save us from being canceled, <laughs> and that's 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 the whole point for that's me right. and Bonnie is to try to stay on the air because like we, we we like think it. that we're telling people stuff that they. Would well, not otherwise have seen. And you say, if you yeah, call us, 972-647-1893. Are you all awake? Hello? I want to uh, pass on what the AFL-CIO of Texas, the Texas Federation of Labor, said about the recent ending of the Texas legislature. They said, <laughs> quote, Unfortunately, the majority spent the session ignoring our greatest needs. The legislature had an unprecedented $33 billion, billion? surplus to spend, mm -hmm. and yet the session ended with no pay raises for teachers Zero. and school staff, no long-term relief for retired state employees, no expanded access to health care or increased worker protections. They failed Texas. Again! Again, again. Yeah. Are y'all tired? Thirty-three billion dollars. Are y'all tired yet? Are you tired of watching these fools every other year waste your money talking about care for trans people and trans kids and locking up parents that are taking care of their kids? Are y'all tired of that yet? Because mm -hmm. I know I am. I am really the, tired. The of whole that. Supreme Court. The whole. Well, the Supreme Court decision we already discussed was a terrible setback for labor. The uh, the Texas legislature was a setback for everybody <laughs> in Texas. That's the Texas legislature. Mm -hmm. You know, if they could just like maybe meet every five years. <laughs> yeah. And here's what Liz Schuler, the president of the National Labor Movement, the National AF of LCO, Here's what she said about what went on over the debt uh, ceiling fight. Quote, Republicans prioritized the richest people in our country Again. while needlessly attacking the most vulnerable. Yep. Millions of workers and families will find it harder to get food stamps, child care, and work assistance that we rely on 
while trillions in tax cuts for the wealthiest Americans will remain in place. See, most people didn't realize this because the because the uh, Republicans were just saying that they were concerned about the national debt. But what they really want is to extend the Trump tax cuts for the rich. And uh, so they want to make more cuts against poor and working people so that they can have more tax cuts for the rich and keep the national debt right at the same place where it is. Yeah, so, you know. So nobody will notice. And, and if, the, you know... <laughs> I love Kevin McCarthy. It's so funny when he just, he thinks that he's like on top of the world. Mm-hmm. And his voice gets really high and squeaky like this. And he, and he talks really, really fast. So, it's absolutely hysterical. That was his discussion of how good they did and how happy they were for all of the fantastic, incredible things that they got. <laughs> So that so that was what he sounded like. I swear to God, I laughed till I thought I was going to cry. It was absolutely hysterical. Diversity, equity, and inclusion were banned. Oh yeah, in this legislature. And isn't it funny? So if if you if you happen to be a minority in any kind of way, or if you happen to be gay or LGBTQ in any form, this was a terrible, terrible legislature. And let's let's talk about T.D. Jakes down there. Uh, let's remember that during the gubernatorial election, he had uh, Governor Hot Wheels up there on the stage, on the podium with him at uh, the church. At the church, at campaigning. The church. And guess what? He hired a DEI director yesterday, a CEO of DEI for the church, the Potter's House. Mm-hmm. So let's see how long that would last. Because the state's going to be state? against it. Well, the state is against it in schools, uh, uh, colleges, universities, uh, uh, junior colleges. They're not allowed to uh, have I think we can have the appearance of things. We can have the appearance of things, and we don't get the things. <laughs> Why can't we have nice things? <laughs> you were speaking of T.D. Jakes. Is he involved in this, uh, in this uh, uh, election going on in District 3? I, I think Potter's know. house is in District Three. Yeah, it's quite possible. Well, one, one of the people that I, I'm phone banking for the uh, AFL-CIO, mm-hmm. trying to get union members to vote. It's a get out the vote. It's what we do. Uh, we're trying to get all union members to to work together. Yes, that's what a union is. Is trying to get everybody to work together. Yeah. And uh, one of the people I I got on with spent considerable time blasting T.D. Jakes and saying that he had uh, he was financing one of the candidates in uh, District 3. I didn't know anything, anything about that, and I still don't know anything about it, but I just I thought it was interesting that the guy, uh, that was his opinion, hmm. and uh, he was very, very strongly suggesting that one of the candidates is getting an awful lot of money from somewhere suspicious. Uh, not, and it wasn't the one that the labor is supporting. Oh, no, you're kidding. Now, really? Labor, labor uh, picked Joe Tave. Name, Joe Tave, yeah. Yeah. He's the guy that uh, did the best on labor's screening process, which was a very rigorous screening. And uh, so they, they recommended him to their members. And now we're calling and trying to get people to come out the other thing that the Dallas AFL-CIO is doing, which I think is very interesting and important to everyone, is strategic planning. Now, you're all for that, aren't you, Bonnie? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
when I they, tended to. When they first came up with it, I just said, he oh, said, no, oh, it's poo. so boring. Yeah. It's so boring to go through strategic planning and, and people don't do it. But but the truth is the problem is not the strategic planning. The problem is the lack of participation and the lack of commitment. So I've been working on trying to get commitment into the process of planning what the Dallas AFL-CIO is going to do because that affects all working people. The unions have changed from back in the day when they were just looking out for, for number one. The unions have changed to where they are trying to come up with policies that will help with all working people. In fact, I believe, and I believe this really, really strongly, that the unions are the very core of the progressive movement and that if people want to be in the progressive movement, they need to include the unions in their thinking. Do you, believe, do you believe that? Absolutely. The unions are where the, where the progress seems to be centered. So everybody has a stake in what kind of planning they do and their strategic planning. Right. So they should, well, they could call me and Bonnie with suggestions. Absolutely. But uh, they could also contact me, uh, genelance.org, and... and uh, Give me your ideas on what the labor movement should be doing. Should we be doing more on politics or less on politics? More on organizing? Uh, more on making more friends? Should we or should we not form more constituency groups? Because that's the one that I think we should be doing. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hey, how are you doing today? Good. Hey, uh, Bonnie, I'm yeah. calling you because you said, where is everybody? Why is anybody calling? <laughs> and it's after hours. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> if I was nearby, I would give you some coffee and some donuts. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. I'm, I'm so glad you're awake. Thank you, darling. Uh, oh, you're welcome, dear. You're welcome. Um, several things on the agenda. I love your subject. The Staying with T.J. Jake, um, I called that number on the screen flashing one time because I was just bored, and I watched this program for television, and I find it interesting. Uh, people who are needing me first, he chose the seat. What? What did you say? He charges a fee. Who does? If you want he charges a fee. The party house. The Potter house. They don't have enough millions. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He charges a fee. Mm -hmm. uh, Can you believe that? I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm speechless. Uh, I, I, I guess he doesn't have enough. Does he not have a plane or something? Is that what he's, or a yacht? Is that what he's trying for? Just. You know. Maybe he's bankrupt. I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the men too well. I don't either. I just thought it funny enough about that. I'd like to talk to you about the Carmelite nuns here in Arlington. Have you, do you know anything about that situation? That, that's the one they kicked out. Yeah, they just kicked yeah. that lady out because she said that she was, I don't know, I they guess her of, and a priest got it on and she they got They sort of claimed out. that she was having sex with a priest. So did he get kicked out? Connie says that she's she's uh, she's on the wheelchair. She uh, is a nun at the Carmelite nun, and the bishop uh, wants uh, the property to take it out because of the property because there's no there's no taxes in the, I mean there's no money in the um, in the diocese of Fort Worth. Now, how did you hear about the Pope 
pastors that the bishop can do anything he desires about that place. Mm-hmm. Really? To sell it or whatever. So but you think it's all about property, huh? I, I know it's all about property because he wants to sell it. It's mm-hmm. safe right there and clear, clear clarity and black, and black and white. And there's what was our telegram. It was on this morning, uh, wow. yesterday's newspaper news. So they're going to they're going to ruin that woman's reputation and take away her career, and it's all really about property. Mm-mm-mm. But tell me this: How does a person have sex in a wheelchair from a priest? That's a good question. I, I noticed that. I saw I saw the picture, and I was like, "Okay, I'm a little confused on this one. Did he like pick her up, or I, <laughs> it's not a picture I want to paint at mm-hmm. all?" Well. But I want to know how come he ain't getting kicked out too. Yeah, and the far, far, and the far, far most thing is that strikes me is how come they don't say his name, the priest's name. Oh, they named her and they don't name him. That's right. You're exactly right. You know, it's all hushy or they're ashamed of the priest. They should be, both of them should be knocked out, not just one individual. Yeah. Mm, well, if, if, if they're going to knock somebody out for having sex, but my goodness, I guess that would include almost everybody, wouldn't it? If they if they were going. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I just wanted to, I just wanted y'all guys' opinion about the karma life to learn here in Arlington. Yeah. So, and I know it's about the property because he wants to sell it, and I know that you know. Because it's like it's like prime real estate, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. that's what I thought. You know yeah. the nerve. Mm. You know? <laughs> well, you guys have a good weekend. Love you both. Okay, thank you, darling. Have a good weekend. Thanks for bringing Bye. that up. Yeah. And shedding so much light on yeah. it. We have another caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning, Gene Body. Hi. Good morning. Yeah, I just wanted to mention something about you guys' show that uh, essential workers need to really pay attention and support you guys' show. Because uh, the plutocrat, the big money corporations, they don't really care about the essential workers. But I'm they rely right. on the essential workers in order to make the world turn, as, as they say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, when they do things like tell 55-year-old people that they need to go to work to get food stamps. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> children. Stuff. Mm-hmm. If nobody says anything about it, they're not going to stop doing it. And no, you're and right. Well, you're right, Leon. You guys are really important with that. And so, uh, you know, I just really, I understand that maybe people are not up. But if it's going to make you make you can get a, a minimum wage, higher minimum wage, or whatever you have to have, or, or time off, or days off, or whatever you want to call it, benefit. Maybe you need to start thinking about getting up on a Saturday morning to to make sure that you can get up on Monday morning and have something to do to earn a living. Right, mm-hmm. right. It is it's hard to do uh, to do anything extra though, don't you think? I mean, people have got their kids and their families, and they've got their uh, the demands of their bosses. And the, the bosses yeah, try to I make mean, sure I that you don't that. have a. The bosses try to make sure that you don't have a single minute of your own. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So it's it's it is hard for people. When you got a city of like two million people, you know, you know, if you can't, if you don't want to do it every weekend, you know, do it once a month or do it sometime or another because you guys are standing up for them, and you guys are volunteers. Yeah. yeah, I was I was impressed with something I read uh, this week from Ernest Tilly, who is a major leader in Bonnie's Union, the He's Communication Workers of America. He's asking his members to devote just ten minutes a day, and uh, and I guess that would be the same amount of time they might spend on a cigarette break, mm-hmm. but just ten minutes a day. And I thought that was. Uh, very noble of him. Yep. That he's he wasn't a, he wasn't asking people to give up their whole he, life. He talks the talk and he walks the walk. I'll tell you, he's making phone calls probably right now. Yeah, he might be. Either that he or he's be. out knocking on doors. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Ernest Tilly yeah. is. Thank a, you so much. Thanks, Leon. Have a good day. We got another caller and we got to take a break. Thank you. So if the caller that is on hold will just hang on for a second, we got to take a quick break. Monday. Got to work, work like a slave all day. Here come Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. Okay, That's now we gotta get to, get to that call. Get, get to the caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling Kano in. Yes, good morning. Hello? Hello? Uh, good morning. Good morning, Gene and Bunny. Good morning. Um, the majority of the population of the world are working. So Yes, they are. Workers should uh, should uh, run the world, but that's not the case in the U.S. and they really in the, uh, the whole world. Gene, you asked earlier what should uh, unions be doing in terms of uh, the activity, uh-huh. and what I would suggest is the basic education. Because I mean, I, I have worked in, uh, I've been a part of uh, three different unions in my life, and. I, uh, one thing I noticed is that the majority of the people don't know what a union is. They don't know how uh, labor works. You know, they don't, they don't uh-huh. have, they never heard of a labor surplus, uh-huh. uh, you know. And uh, I think the union should be uh, doing stuff to educate the people about what a union is and how it can help. Mm-hmm. And because, uh, you know, it's just surprising to me. And then because the, uh, uh, the, uh, the company, I always put mega efforts into trying to uh, tell people that the union is a, a, a child of Satan. Uh-huh. So, um, and then people believe that. The, so, the companies always want you to think that the union is a third party. In other words, <laughs> that they are not uh, involved between the bosses and the workers. That, that is they're, so... They're coming in from outside. That's so what they, not The company true. always wants you to think. Yeah. That is. Mm-hmm. That's what they want you to think. That is so true. Well, I, I think that's a good point. So yes. basic education, teaching about unions, not only to union members, but to the rest of the world, right? Absolutely, because it's an international kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it, it's not just, it, don't just, it doesn't just concern Dallas or, or Texas or the United States. It's, it's what's going on in the whole world. That's, that's right. true. Mm-hmm. 
I'm I'm gonna hang up and I just wanted to make that suggestion. Thank okay. you, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. We here. could learn from what stuff that's going on in in some parts of the world. I know, like France. Yeah, where they're like, where they've been out burning tires and like burning the, cars. Like the United Kingdom, where they go on strike when it's yeah. most effective. Mm-hmm. 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 And they have a, a labor party. We don't yes, have a labor. party. We don't party. have a labor party. Nine seven two six four seven. One eight nine three. I can give you a little bit of basic education because I was thinking about this today. I, I was thinking about William H. Silvis. William H. Silvis started the National Labor Union, I think, in 1866, wow. right after the Civil War. This was the first labor federation in America. There were several unions that had unions go all the way back to the beginning of uh, of Amer- America in colonial times. But they didn't have a federation. In other words, different unions didn't start to get together until William H. Silvis did it right after the Civil War. And he's most famous for this quote. He said, quote, I love this union cause. Now, I'm, I'm going to order some buttons to say, I love this union cause. And they're going to be red buttons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in the Dallas FLCO, we are trying to get everybody to wear red on Thursdays. As a, as a show of solidarity with other working people. Yeah. And if they don't have a red shirt, I thought, well, maybe they would wear a red button that yeah. says, I love this union cause. I like Good it. morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Uh, yes. Uh, I listen to you guys every Saturday morning. And uh, I wanted the whole world to know uh, what happened. Uh, remember when uh, the $58 billion was supposed to be doled out? to the different departments and Trump uh, fired the overseer. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Well, Steve Mnuchin thought that the ex-Secretary Treasury, <laughs> he thought he was real cool. He came to Dallas and bought two cybersecurity units for a billion dollars cash. My, my. And you can back that up with Dallas Innovate paper. Mm-hmm. He thought he was real cool and, and uh, being away from Washington, D.C. They don't mind throwing money around. Especially if it's not theirs. Mm-hmm. They don't well, mind throwing well, it around at all. But well, sh- the thing about it is that all of his family and friends and all that, he doled out the money for Where in the hell did he get a billion dollars cash? Well. On that, on that salary for the Secretary of Treasury. Well, you know, uh, old Jared Kushner, he got $2 billion cash from the from the Saudis. Did he? Yes, ma'am. So, uh, I mean, I still think that T. Rump is selling, has sold, and maybe is still selling classified information. And I would think uh, they're all in on it. Ma'am, he, he sold it for a billion dollars to Russia, China, North Korea, and Iran. Hmm. Certainly sounds plausible to me. Certainly does. Well, ma'am. Well, ma'am. I, I, I don't know, but uh, another thing, too, I'm not an intelligence officer, but how did a drifting balloon from 6,000 miles away drift over our nuclear uh, capabilities right over the weather restored? Somebody gave that information. Yeah, I, I thought that at the time. I sure mm-hmm. did. And, it, it's, and another, it makes sense. And another thing, too, ma'am, uh, I'm afraid to say, but I've been clear for top, top secret twice. And how did uh, 
the uh, balloon know exactly where to come over. And another thing about COVID, uh, no one in a million Americans lost it was two million. And if you notice what's going on, did you know China has bought all nearly all the big companies in the United States? Yeah, no, they they have not. I'm sorry that that one's and, that and, one's. And also, China has police departments in every city in the country. In the United States, you mean? Yes, or, sir. Or in China? Wow. Oh, in the United hmm. States. Hmm. I did not know and, that. In, in, the, in the area of Chinatown. Mm-hmm. And, and another thing too, uh, nobody knows it, but uh, when I was in the Navy. Uh, by chance, we ran into the whole Russian fleet with expeditionary forces trying to uh, surprise us, and 99% of the world doesn't even know that. I'll be darned. Well, thanks for sharing. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you, so you very much. much. You have a good day, sir. Thank you. 972-647-1893 if you want to pitch in. If you're, especially if you have some uh, suggestions on what the Dallas labor movement should be doing when they do their strategic planning. Uh, we got one good suggestion already that we need more basic education mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. on what unions are. I like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm really proud of, of the people in my union. Uh, they have they have negotiated with the companies that we represent. When they hire new people, our union is allowed to come in and talk to them about what the union is and why you should join. Mm-hmm. And also why you should sign uh, an additional card to contribute to the political action fund. Does they call that orientation meeting? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And isn't that a M- great thing? My union won that when when we were owned by LTV. There you but go. LTV's gone now. And yes. I, don't, I don't think they have it in their new contract. That's so sad. You know, mm-hmm. it is so sad. Uh, those are the best. Uh, when I went to work for the company back in 1992, and I know some of you were not even born then. <laughs> which really hurts. Uh, <laughs> there were two things that you did in orientation. You signed up to join the union and you signed up to give to United Way. Oh, yeah. Those were the two things that you did when you went to work for the company. At mm-hmm. that time, it was Swabips, Southwestern Bell, Yellow Pages. Uh, y'all, I just posted this morning a picture of the August 2022 Dallas Yellow Pages. Mm-hmm. It's a lot different than it was back in the day. Talking about union contracts and what they got, here's something that I have always envied. Over at local UAW Local 218 at Bell Helicopter, I don't know if they still have this or not. This is in Hearst, by the way. But they used to have the right for someone who is about to retire to take a day off work to go over and join the union retiree meeting and see what the union retirees were like. The result was that they had the biggest and best and strongest UAW retiree group that I ever saw. They were getting 300 people at their their monthly meetings. Oh, my God. And and my union never got above 50 or 55, Mm. even at our highest. Well, uh, I got a shout out to folks because if you're retired uh, as a CWA member, uh, please, please 
contact me, you can send me a, uh, a Facebook message or an email, bmat57 at gmail.com. You know, tell me, we are having a meeting on the 8th of June at 2 o'clock. So if you retired from Southwestern Bell, SBC, AT&T, YP, <laughs> oh, the list goes on and on. Uh, please, y'all show up next uh, Thursday on June the 8th at 2 o'clock at the Union Hall, 1408 North Washington. Because mm-hmm. we, we have a retiree group. We're going to be sending out a mailing uh, in the not-too-distant future to retirees so that they know we have a retired members council right here in Dallas. Retirees are very, very important. Yes. 972-647-1893. Now, that's one thing I want to be sure gets mentioned in the uh, uh, strategic planning. I want to be sure and mention that retirees really matter. Yes. They vote like crazy. Yes, they do. And there's more retirees in America today than there are union members. Yeah. 972-647-1893. You better hurry if you're going to call us. Hurry! Right, you got six minutes. low on time. Six minutes mm-hmm. and counting. On basic education. Bob, yes, basic education. How would you education. define a union? Just, uh, just what is a union? Because the man pointed out that people don't even know what a union is. It's a collective of employees mm-hmm. that bargain it, together. Mm-hmm with the company for better working conditions. Yeah, better wage, better wages. Better wages, very secure, job security. So the idea uh, is just to get organized among yes. yourselves. I saw that they had a great turnout at the Starbucks up north last Sunday. Yeah, we had 34 people there. Oh my gosh, we that is that. so incredible. There were no chairs. Everybody's going around everybody else's table saying, can I have that chair? <laughs> <laughs> because I we, love we filled it. the place up. That's great. That morning, is so for, awesome. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello? Hello? Are you, you on there? there? Okay. I have several things to go over with. Okay. Okay. Let's go to, local, to the politics down there in Austin. Hot Wheels and his gang. Mm-hmm. If, they, if they are turning on one another, there is some there, there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He's been a crook for years. I don't understand why he's still there anyway. And his wife. I don't It's like the whole family thing, I guess. Yeah, let's remember, she's a state senator. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, really? There's something wrong there. So, you know, when they turn on their own, you know it's for real. Yeah. And as far as the $33 billion, for why, what's going to happen to people who don't have homes? Are we getting in that money? We pay taxes, too. No, we ain't getting none of it. That's right. You know, we pay taxes, too. Yep. Probably okay. more. And, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, then, and then there's the uh, the border. That I have, have you heard anything about the uh, immigration people coming across there in hordes since Prime 42 was gone? Actually, no, I, mean, I think it it's didn't down. Happen. I think it's down some. <laughs> exactly. You hear nothing but crickets now. That's I did right, hear this. Because it didn't happen. I did hear this, though. Some Southern Republican governors are are sending more soldiers to the Texas border with Mexico. And that that's just what we need. We need some more redneck yeah. idiots I mean, on I mean, the border. What are they doing? Are they standing around playing Monopoly? What are they got? You know, this, this is... <laughs> 
unreal. They're spending money like crazy on un- unnecessary things. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's so true. And I want them to also recognize that I am an ex-union member. I was a member of the IUE and of in in. For GE back mm-hmm. in the 70s. All right. Okay. Electrical workers. Mm-hmm. I love, I love unions. They, they helped out quite a bit for people of color. Yes, I love ma'am. this union yes, call. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Thank you, have a wonderful day. Thank you, my dear. You too. Thank you so much. We have good the to, smartest people. Good to hear from people. We have the smartest callers ever. I want to get in some of the points uh, that I put under justice for this. A uh, the Joppa people we already talked about. They got Austin Bridge and Road will permanently close its asphalt batch plant Woo-hoo. in Joppa, Woo-hoo. and that's a big accomplishment that for the people so there. That is so friggin' huge. And you know, people can say what they want to about Adam. I don't care. Uh, I I've seen him behind the scenes. He's a, he's a hard-working this man. Basil Dua. Basil Dua. He is trying so hard to protect the people of, of, his, uh, of his district. And thank God that that place is going to be gone. And in South Carolina, a store owner chased and fatally shot a black 14-year-old. Uh, Rick Chow is the store owner. He killed Cyrus Carmack Belton after falsely accusing the teenager of shoplifting, according to the sheriff. And guess what? This isn't this guy's first run-in. No, he, he, he He's been accused of this before. before. Mm-hmm. Now he may go to prison for murder because he cold-blooded murdered that boy. He shot him in the back. Mm-hmm. After yeah. he had put back what he had. What was it, a bottle of water or something? I don't. I don't know if he took Water. anything. He, the he sheriff didn't said he it. didn't steal anything. Did not take it. He mm-hmm. he put it back in the cooler and went to leave and jerk off. Uh, shot him in the back. <laughs> okay, oh, are you watching the clock, Bonnie? I am. It's okay. nine fifty nine. College tenure was undermined, but was not getting rid of in the Texas legislature. Well, thank God. A Texas governor has appointed a Trump ally as the interim. <laughs> Attorney General. Okay, this is the same guy that was the Secretary of State during mm-hmm. the 2020 election. Mm-hmm. He said it was one of the safest, most transparent elections in the country. Mm-hmm. And so, food security is going to be much worse in oh 2023 around the world, according to the Food and Agricultural <laughs> Organization of the United Nations. Bad news, And now boys. is it time? Now it's time. Say goodbye, Bonnie. Bye, Bonnie. (laughs) Goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Gene.